Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitra Gila Sharmi Tefillah podcast. We continue today in our discussion of the Pirkesium, the chapters of conclusion. We are up to Perik Vav, the sixth and final chapter of the Pirkesium, the chapters of conclusion. Here, Rav Pincus has been discussing the importance of proper kavanah, proper focus and intention in our davening, similar to what we saw in Parakei, chapter 5. But Rav Pincus has noted that one of the reasons why we lack kavanah, one of the reasons why we don't have the proper focus and intention, is because we don't take enough time for hachana. We don't do enough preparation, mental preparation. And he's been suggesting just taking a few moments to think about what it is that we're about to do, the davening that we're about to say, how we can best be successful in that davening, and last but not least, before whom we are davening. And he suggests by taking that time, just moments before our davening, to some extent, the kavanah will fall in place on its own. Again, it doesn't mean it's not it's going to be perfect, but it will be certainly helpful. Continuing, Rapinkus writes, We see perhaps a source for this idea of preparing in this way in a ma'amar chazal, in the Gemara Masachah Brachodis on Daf Tet Vav. It says, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan says, If a person wants to accept the yoke of heaven upon themselves in a way which is shlema, which is perfect, which is complete, so what should he do? So Yifnev Yitoyadav, he should use the bathroom, he should wash his hands, Vyanyach Tfilin, he should then put on his Tfilin, Vikra Kriachma, he should say the Kriachma, Vipalel, and then he should say the Shmona Asrei, Vizohi Machut Shemaim Shlima. This is how a person can accept upon themselves the yoke of heaven in a, the, the most perfect and the complete way. The Gemara continues, So if a person goes through this process that we just mentioned, he uses the bathroom, he goes, he washes his hands, he puts on his tefillin, he says kriyachma, he says tefillah, he says the shimon esrei. So what? The Gemara compares it to a person who's built a mizbeach, he's built an altar, and he's offered a sacrifice to Hashem on that altar. Dichtiv, as the Pasuk says, that I will wash with uh, clean hands, and then I will surround, or I will go around your Mizbeach Hashem. Okay, so that Pasuk seems to indicate, right, a, a comparison uh, or a connection between offering Korbanot and making sure that I've cleaned, cleaned my body before I go ahead and I daven. Vehine, says Rapinkis, Imne, Marshama, Shikatuv, Yifne, Hainib Pashtu, Kadesh, Palom, Nikiut, Kashelich, so Rapinkus says this is a little bit strange, right? If you're just trying to teach me the halacha that a person should use the bathroom before they daven, so fine, that's uh, its own halacha. We have such a rule that a person can't daven if their body is not a state in a state of cleanliness. But that's not what the Gemara here is trying to teach me. It's trying to teach me how do I make sure that I have the best, uh, you know, the the best uh, acceptance of the Olmachut Shamayim, the yoke of heaven. How do I do that? It sounds like the idea of using the bathroom before davening is not just something that you need to do in order to prevent, you know, the violation of halacha. That you need to make sure that you have a gufnaki, a clean body. But it sounds like this is actually part of the process. This is how you fulfill the mitzvah. This is how you go ahead and you actually get the proper kavana that you can accept the Ol Ma'chud Shamaim in the most Shalim, the most complete form. The Chelek Mikabalat Ma'chud Shamaim using the bathroom in this case as part of the process of accepting the yoke of heaven in its most perfect form. This is its own 
fulfillment of Hachanah L'Tfilah. This is its own way to prepare for your Tfilah. He says, even if you think about the, the connection that the Gemara makes, when it compares this idea of the person using the bathroom and washing their hands, putting on their Tfilah, and saying Kriyat Shema, saying Tfilah, saying their Shemones, right? That uh, that is compared to a person who builds their own Mizbech, their own altar, and then they offer their Kurban. Because we, we can't even compare a person who just offers a Korban on a Mizbech, on an altar that already exists. We can't compare that to a person who goes out and builds their own altar in order to offer a Korban. And obviously, we're not talking about it at a time where there was a Beit HaMikdash, because when there's a Beit HaMikdash, that's the only place where we can offer Korban on an altar that's already built. Rather, we're talking about at a time, obviously, when uh, Bamot, which were personal altars, were permissible. That was allowed historically. There are certain times when a uh, personal Mizbech was allowed. So he says, even when they were allowed, there wasn't necessarily a mitzvah. You didn't have to go and build a Bama. You didn't have to offer the Korbano. Nevertheless, there still is a high level. But there's a high level to a person who goes out of his way to make sure that there's a proper structure, there's a proper Mizbech, a proper altar uh, through which a person can honor Hashem. Because think about it, as the person is building this altar, they're preparing themselves, they're thinking in their mind about offering that next Korban. And all of this, the, the reason for this is that when you finally, when you eventually offer that Korban, that sacrifice that you've been thinking about, you'll be totally prepared with fear and with trepidation. You'll be filled with enthusiasm and excitement. And then you'll be able to offer that korban with all that excitement, with all that enthusiasm, with all that dedication, uh, which was so clear while you were building that Mizbeach. And because as you're building that Mizbeach, you're thinking about the korban that you're going to offer. You're preparing for it. And as you prepare, you're, uh, like we said, you're going to increase the quality of what it is that you're doing, in this case, offering the korban, or in the comparable case, uh, in offering the tefillah. So when the, the Chazal talk about using the bathroom, using the bathroom itself becomes part of the process of preparation. And again, we see this idea that when we prepare, it makes the actual uh, avodah, the actual mitzvah, the actual tefillah, much, much better, much more focused, with greater intention and understanding.